Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson, and welcome to another edition of Loving the Christ Life. We are having a great time in these great studies with Warren Litzman through the Paul's Epistles in the Bible. Such a life-changing experience, such an eye-waking experience. So let's get right into today's lessons. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. We're together again to look into the priceless, invaluable, and the richest truth there is to be known in the universe. That's the Word of God. That's the Bible. And I'm going to be talking to you today out of Second Samuel, uh, out of Second Timothy. It's Second Timothy I'm going to be talking to you about, and we're going to begin talking about the uh, second chapter, Second Timothy two, and we're going to begin talking about uh, what he has to say here that it'd be good for us, good for our life, and good for our understanding of who we are in Christ. The fifth verse of chapter 2 of Second Timothy says, And if a man also strive for masteries, yet he is not crowned, except he strive lawfully. Well, we're getting into something very good here that will help us to see and to know just exactly what we are to do when we open up this book, when we take this book for, for granted. It's too bad. You can't do that. You can't just move it around and shift the words and shift the sentences and uh, click out this verse or that verse. You just can't do it. And so you have to do it lawfully. Now, that's not the kind of law that uh, Moses had, and that's not the kind of law that died at the cross. That means that there is a way to do things that is right, and if you don't do those things which is right, it isn't going to work right. I've always had an old saying in my life and in my teaching that said, if you don't start right, you won't end up right. That has to do with when we even trust the scriptures to lead and guide us. You have to start right. And I've always told people who were wanting to know what the word really says, that they get to get in Paul's epistles to get an understanding. Remember, I've said this before. Paul's epistles explain the four Gospels, and the four Gospels explain the Old Testament. Each section of the Word moves you on to what God has for us in this dispensation, in this period of time called the dispensation of grace. And so you need to study the Scriptures correctly. You need to see them correctly. You can't just evade some of them. Now, a lot of people, when they teach and preach the Bible, they don't like what that scripture says, so they just ignore it. I call uh, some of them uh, ignorers. There are some that just get on the scriptures and say 101 things that have nothing to do with the scriptures. They're the tap dancers. They're just dancing all around. You know, a tap dancer doesn't stand in the same spot. He just moves all around. And that's what happens to a lot of people when they get into scriptures they don't know and don't understand. Or they don't want you to understand them. And so it becomes entirely and altogether possible that we grow up in the understanding that what we do, we must do lawfully. And so this first verse, verse 5, is introducing us to this idea. 
In verse 6 he says, The husbandman that laboreth must first be a partaker of the fruits. This is the second rule. The first rule is that when you search the scriptures, you do it lawfully. You do it lawfully. You take them as they are. You can't wait around and say, I'll find somebody that has a different interpretation of this. Somebody who says it a little differently. Somebody who understands it in the Greek or the Hebrew or whatever, and I'll get a better understanding for this. No, dear friend, if you can't get an understanding with the Old English in King James... The old King James, if you can't get an understanding of that, then you lay it aside because you're not ready to understand it. You see, the Holy Spirit works through the old King James. I think so many people have worked on our Bibles by now and tried to change them and get them fixed that the Holy Spirit just gave up. And so he will work more through the blessed old King James Bible than any other. Now, I'm not telling you I sell those, and I don't. I tell you that you need to start with the truth and stick with it. And then this next verse we're dealing with right now, you have to be a partaker of that truth. What has happened in our day is that the people who study the Bible and give you an understanding of the Scriptures have come to a place to where they say it's all there in our printing of the Bible. It's all there. We give you the understanding. You don't need to seek God for an understanding on any of these things because it's all there. It's yours, right? Just like it is. But dear friend, you can't trust that because the Bible is a book that is controlled by the Holy Spirit. I have been waiting on the Holy Spirit on verses of Scripture sometimes a long time. In time, I got the answer. In time, the Holy Spirit, through connecting me with many other similar scriptures in the Bible and leading me to this understanding and that understanding, I come to see how it was the things I didn't understand fit perfectly. But I had to wait on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the key to reading and understanding the scriptures. So be sure, be sure that you give him time and place in your life. It says here that the person who is a husbandman, that's, that's the one who, who takes care of the result of the harvest. If the husbandman isn't a partaker of the fruit of what he's saying, then he's out of line. He's out of line. You have to trust those who are talking to you and preaching to you that they know what it is they're saying because they've experienced it. They've experienced it. There are so many things that have not been experienced by people in the Bible these days that I don't know how they can preach them. I think that's the one big reason they go back to the, to the Old Testament and keep on giving us ideas out of the Old Testament and ignore Paul's gospel. Paul has the final gospel. Paul has the final gospel given by Jesus Christ. That's a gospel that belongs only to those that are going in the rapture. It's a gospel that belongs to those in this dispensation of grace. You only get the grace message. You only get the rapture message. You only get the end time message for born again Christians from the Apostle Paul. Nobody else writes about it. Nobody else was interested in it, I guess, or didn't write about it because God hadn't chosen them. But he did choose Paul. He chose Paul to write these things that have to do with what we believe and how we believe it. And so the husbandman must experience these truths. 
We'll be back to Warren in just a moment. I'd like to take a break here, and I'd like to just talk to you from the heart from just a moment. I'm not just some guy sitting behind the microphone reading what people put in front of me. I've been involved with Warren Litzman and his teachings for many years, and these are life-changing experiences. I know this for myself. Let the Holy Spirit talk to your heart as you sit and listen to these lessons each week. It's life-changing. It changed my life. It's changing others' lives, and it has for years. And it's all right there in the Bible, right in front of us. Please listen to these things closely. It will do you good and it will be a blessing to you. Just open yourself up and listen. Let's get back now. Here's Warren. There are so many preachers that when they come across the work of the Holy Spirit, they kind of evade it. They ignore it, and they stay away from it because they don't understand it. They must first expect the Holy Spirit to minister to them if they're going to talk about it. If they run across the scripture that says, In Christ, they've got to experience that before they have a right to talk about it. Now, you can come up with all kinds of ideas. You can come up with all sorts of teaching that will evade the truth that there is in the in Christ statement. But my friends, if you read it and let the Holy Spirit teach you, you're going to come into the greatest miracle of the Word that you have in your life. And I trust you to wait on the Holy Spirit. He's worth waiting on. And so it says that the husbandman that laboreth, that preaches, let's say, talking about a preacher, he must first be a partaker of the fruits. Of the fruits. Now that's people sitting in the congregation who make an investigation. Say, now, I'm going to listen to him. Does he talk about the fruits? He's wanting us to take it. Has he taken it? He's wanting us to believe it. Does he believe it? He is a part of it and wants us to be a part of it. Does he really believe what he's saying? Well, that's what you have to do. If the preacher doesn't believe what he's saying, then what he says to you is not truth. Truth is a person. Truth is a person. Try to get that in your mind. Truth is not somebody taking a bunch of scriptures or taking a bunch of lines that are printed and saying this is what I think about it. No, truth is a person, Christ. And if you don't see Jesus in what you're searching out and talking about, if you don't see Christ as the end of what it is you read and studied, if you don't see Christ in his proper position and place, then you need to get somewhere else. You need to hear something else. You need to get somebody else opening the scriptures to you. The husbandman must experience the fruit. He must have the fruit working in his own life. Let's go on to the next scripture. It says, Consider what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Now what has happened here, the Apostle Paul has sort of bored down. He has really bored down on a subject. He's come to a subject and he didn't mess around with it. He didn't cool it off in his estimation and feed it to you in baby bites. He gave it to you like it was. He said in the fifth verse that a man must lawfully treat the scriptures and the mysteries of the scriptures. He said that a man who preaches the word must experience the fruit in his own life, or else he's just reading paragraphs with no life in it. 
Well, let's go into the next verse. It says, Consider what I say, and the Lord give thee understanding in all things. Dear friends, that's the possibility of reading the Bible. You may not get understanding the first time. You may not get understanding when you read it the first 25 times. You may not get understanding till you study it 50 times. But it says here that the one who will give you understanding is the Lord. Paul says the Lord will give understanding in all things. Something you don't understand, something you don't know about. Well, listen, I, I talk about a lot of things that I think people don't understand. I get them right out of the scripture. I'll give you verse and scripture for it. If I'm talking about it, I, I do my study right out of the Scripture, verse by verse. That's why we're in 2 Timothy right now, because I'm going verse by verse in the second chapter of 2 Timothy. i just going through that, reading it in my devotions, and the Holy Spirit said, you need to talk about this. So that's what I'm doing. I'm talking about this one thing that is so important to anybody who opens up the Bible, how they should handle it. And finally, we get to the verse where he says, The Lord will give thee understanding. Isn't that wonderful? The person you're studying is Christ. Christ will give you the understanding of what you're studying. He'll help you. Whatever we come across, when I'm talking from this book, I leave it to the Lord to give you understanding. I can't give you that understanding. I have numerous people who write me and say, here's a verse I don't understand. Please explain it to me. I always tell them, set it on a shelf, set it on a shelf, leave it alone, and keep studying in the Word. The Lord will give you understanding. Somebody comes to me and says, well, I heard a preacher over here say something I never heard before, and it bothered me. And I said, if you don't have understanding, put it on a shelf, and the Lord will will give you understanding. Now, that's hard for some people to come to. And the reason why is that they have gotten used to the show business in the church. They're interested in the good singing. They're interested in the fellow that's trying to do this or do that, even if he's trying to preach. They're interested in that. But that's not why I go to church. That's not why I sit in a congregation. I sit there because I want to know the truth. And the truth is what makes us free. Jesus said, I am the truth. He also said in that line, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. But you don't get his life unless you study the scriptures truthfully. And I want to encourage you to that. I've written a lot of books, but I can open my heart to you and tell you that those books were written on the basis of the Scriptures. Because I have nothing really to say. I'm not going to tickle your ears. Listen, I'm living in the last moments of time. I'm living in the time when I expect Jesus to come at any time. I can't fool around with people. I can't joke with them. I can't tell them nothing but stories. There are people that are good at that. There are some people that just tell you how to live and just lay it out in all kinds of good forms. That isn't what you need. You need to know what is in the Constitution and the bylaws of the final gospel. 
that Paul gives us in places like 2 Timothy chapter 2. That's where I am today. And I encourage you to get a hold of material that is taken from the Scriptures. Let the Scriptures be your lamp and your guide. Let the Scriptures present to you the real living Christ. I trust that it happens. My time is up again. Remember, you can pick up all of these programs I have at this time over in our archive department, and you can take them for yourself. Glad you listened today. I'll see you again tomorrow. God bless you. We hope you've enjoyed today's lessons from Warren Litzman. Don't forget to go to our website, christ-life.org. Again, that's christ-life.org. Find out more about this wonderful in Christ message. Robbie Litzman, thank you for allowing us to go to the archives each week to bring these messages to people. Valerie Hill, thank you for our Twitter account. Tammy Laycock does our weekly podcast notes, which we appreciate so much. And Teresa Ferraro is our wonderful producer from the Christ Life Fellowship. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ Life.